Welcome back to Pas de Deux, listeners. We are in the middle of our Bessie's Marathon here, interviewing Bessie nominees for 2019. We could not be more excited to have Shamar Watt in studio today. Mm. So without further ado, Shamar Watt is an artist born in Kingston, Jamaica. He was raised in both Jamaica and Miami, Florida. He received his associate's degree in psychology and a BFA in dance at FSU. What drives Watt as an artist is the quest to fill in the blank spots of history by projecting and manifesting the potential of the possible past futures slash futures alike. We will have to dig into that. He uses the body as a weapon to manifest the powers vested in him to attain emancipation and liberation of the whole self, mind, body, and soul for himself, the people, and for all mankind through sound waves, gravitational waves, spirit waves. He is also deeply invested in the potentiality slash impossibility of bridging the divide of the old, new African. Watt researches and performs with Nora Chipomire since 2015 in Zimbabwe and internationally. Watt continues to work on his own craft as an emerging choreographer slash sound engineer. He has been performing and presenting his own work professionally for three years, and his work has been presented in secular venues as well as at sacred happenings frequently. Shamar Watt was a 2018 Bessie nominee and a 2019 Bessie nominee for Sustained Outstanding Performance, also elected as one of 2019's Top 25 to Watch from Dance Magazine. That is quite impressive and so fascinating. Thank you again for being here, Shamar. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And we're excited to have you because, as Clara mentioned in your bio, you are nominated for a Bessie for Sustained Achievement in the work of Nora Chipomere. Yes. And I personally really love her work <laughs> and have also really enjoyed seeing you perform in her work. <laughs> and i um, curious, tell us about your partnership with Nora and what has the creative process been like for various pieces together? Well, I officially met Nora Chipomere in 2015 during my senior year at Florida State University. Um, She had a residency for portrait of myself as my father there at Mansi, during the Mansi residency. And uh, where, which uh, myself and Pierre, a classmate of mine, were like the only ones who decided to like, you know, she invited people to come into the work and look at the process, you know, just breathe in the air. And, but it was only two of us and so that was my initial kind of official introduction to her work. And we just, I was just in a space, I was completely drawn by the, the rigor, the intelligence, the swag, just the beauty, just the, the power and the space that she's created and harnessed in her work and the rawness. And I was very drawn to this liberty to this beingness that is like mm. existing of that the body and that a strong black woman is capable of of holding the space like this. And I was completely drawn away. It was her and Kaolak, this Kaolak from Senegal who was in this residency. And yeah, it was them two together. And I was just help. I was just a helping hand. And I was like, yo, I dig this thing so much. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it takes, whatever. Take me with y'all. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very interested in the, the subject matters and in the way that she approached these subject matters. Yeah. 
radically, experimentally, ruthlessly, relentlessly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sounds like it's very a head-on process. Can yeah. you give an example of a recent collaboration or a recent performance where she was tackling this subject matter head-on and what your process was like with her? Yeah, I mean, well, the subject matter is blackness. Um, mm. An example of that, I mean, uh, in our recent, most recent work, hashtag punk, 100% pop, star nigga, mm-hmm. it's a triptych which is oriented around music, sound, uh, performance from different, around the 80s, around the time of her becoming, becomingness, uh, I guess. Example of the process you, you're asking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how do you guys work together to craft this work with such a powerful message? How does it kind of take shape from the studio to what you present on stage? Well... We consider ourselves like philosophers, mm, theorists. We are very invested in the the writings around blackness, um, mm. the the theories around blackness, the theories around just human being, just just this beingness of humanity, and and so we in, indulge and we we do a great deal of reading, um, mm. and we talk about these readings. And specifically with this work, it was, you know, like we didn't have any funding at the time. We weren't getting no funding. And it was like, yo, what are we going to do? But but the, the work is necessary to do and we have to do it by any means. So it's like this kind of DIY, this kind of how do we make work? How do we build work? She always comes up with the concept because it's exuding from her. Mm. And I'm kind of like the corroborator uh, rather than the collaborator. Mm-hmm. Okay. Inter- interlocutor. Uh-huh. <laughs> what you said? Like an interlocutor where you're collaborating but bouncing off. Yeah, we, yeah like like we, uh, we like to use this kind of like <laughs> language of corroboration, you know, because it's like I'm like I'm the one who's driving away the getaway car you'll back up her story (laughs) yeah yeah, I'm like the backup man I'm like the the major backup I love that and yeah so and then we start to you know she has clear ideas and clear intentions what she wants where she wants to go and what she wants to say and me I'm just um, a supporting hand in that mission because it also it also I mean we are completely tied like our our destinies are completely tied, you know, as concerning blackness, you know. So, like, we are on this mm. this road, we are on this pursuit, this quest together. And she's the brain in the whole, <laughs> the whole setup. Yeah, she's the brain. Yeah. Uh, so, punk pop nigga, like, it just came, she has songs. We work a lot with text. We work from texts and certain movements that she's interested in exploring. And then we we always like to get to the essence of an idea, particularly her, Nora, likes to get to the essence of an idea, whether it be theoretically, physically, intellectually. And so we kind of really thresh out a movement or a movement phrase or idea or concept to its, to its essence. Hmm. Um, and we work from there and... 
um, this whole thing of liveness, liveness is very important in the process. What is liveness? Liveness is this capability of like to be in the now. Mm -hmm. Not so fixed or not so ossified um, mm -hmm. as one may call choreography, but like, but extending this thing of what people may call choreography to liveness, like taking into consideration everything that's happening right now, everything that's being conjured up right now in the space and how do you how do you structure this space? How do you structure this space of liveness? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and does that mean that in the interplay between liveness and choreography, you guys take a more improvisational approach or do you have kind of choreography but then you as you go through the piece maybe it changes based on yeah it's uh, like jazz i mean it's like jazz uh, you know it's like you know we practice so much this this structure this container mm. that we are capable of being completely coherent and aware of a space around us the people mm -hmm. around us because you know people change the space mm. people come in the room with loads of baggage mm -hmm. and that's interesting and it, it's very crucial to to be aware of this thing as we are on this journey or on this mission. <laughs> I think I definitely saw that in a performance I saw of one of the punk series at FIAF two years yes. ago. Yeah. And remind me the name of that one. It was... Hashtag punk. Yeah, hashtag punk. Yeah. And so um, I think I want to know, like, I need to understand more, I guess, the punk series because it seems like it changes a little bit from each performance. Mm. Yeah, But this one in particular, I remember um, the way that you and Nora interacted with the audience definitely gets at this idea of liveness. And it was so interesting to see how the music set the tone. It was kind of like a reggae tone and everyone was like happy and moving with the music. But then you and Nora were stating like very kind of intense texts yeah. that was definitely dealing with racism and subject matter like that and it was interesting to see how everyone was bobbing up and down to this like really nice music but then there is this really intense message yeah. and it was also interesting to see how both of you played with energies in a different way and in some cases I saw when Nora saw that someone wasn't like moving or they weren't interacting with the energy she yeah. kind of like got in their face <laughs> and that was really interesting to see too but it was a really it was great energy that you and Nora both filled into the room, but then it was really interesting to see how everyone else interacted. Yeah. Was, was the audience standing or sitting, out of curiosity? They were standing. Okay. Yeah. Because that makes it, uh, I feel like that helps the interaction, you know, making it more interactive. If everyone's sitting in a seat, then all of a sudden there's this expectation of, like, I'm sitting here, you know, that's just an episode. That's interesting. I'm getting a picture in my head since I didn't get to see that performance. Yeah. Very cool. So, hashtag punk is a series. I want to make sure that I understand. And then, are there different performances within that series? Hashtag punk is a part of a triptych. Like you said, it, it varies in different places. It varies because the piece is a living, right? You know, things are never the same. The clouds are never the same each day. So punk, it lives, it breathes differently in different spaces, different people come into the room. We are at different places of our lives each day. 
And so we stay true to this fact or reality, mm-hmm. you know, while also staying true to the container that has been built for hashtag punk, pop, and star nigga. Staying true, like this idea of truth, of 100%, like complete beingness, complete liveness, complete, like living, living completely and not partially. So that's, I mean, so yeah. it kind of lives and breathes in different spaces, but it's still the same hashtag punk. We still preaching mm-hmm. the same message. Yeah. Time and time. Yeah, and I definitely see that liveness in your performance. You're a very engaging performer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really like that. I really I'm re- I really stand 200% behind this idea of liveness. Feel like this is what the world in in such time, this is what's needed, this is what's necessary in such times, especially for the artists who hold a crucial role in society. A crucial and pivotal role in society. I feel like we don't need nothing other than liveness. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we do. We do. Yeah. I guess we do need other things, you know, like, because without those other things, we wouldn't know what liveness is, I guess. Like empathy. <laughs> but I feel like maybe liveness is getting at that a little, or am I liveness, on the wrong track because you're like feeling other people's... It's inclusive. Energy. It's inclusive. It's like liveness is aware of this humanity, this humaneness, mm. like the, mm. the humanity, you know, especially as black, you know, the, the hyper-visibility or invisibility thereof. Of blackness, this liveness is excuses no one from realizing that what's in the room and what are we talking about? What are we dealing with? Who are we dealing with? Hmm. You know. Yeah. yeah. Then that is what we need <laughs> on a <laughs> yeah. global scale. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about blackness, you know, I'm not just talking about like the color skin, you know, because you know it really gets political like that. Like, but I'm I'm talking uh, blackness as it's like a, as an entity, as an entity or a human being, all human beings is a soul or human beings who are fighting to decide their own destiny. So who the hat fit, let them wear it, <laughs> you know, who, who all is fighting to, to have control of their own destiny. You know, this is what I'm talking about when I talk about black, mm. blackness. This is what we talk about. This is what we're addressing. What is the Naka practice and how do you develop that in Zimbabwe with Nora? Well, I didn't develop it with Nora. I have no um, liberty to to say say so. It's it's her conception and also it's not her conception. It's a, it's an idea that belongs to the people to the people of this this whole idea of Naka inheritance. Mm. What you inherit, you know, whether like materialistically, like physically, spiritually, what you inherit. So Naka, like we, she started developing this throughout her work, but it's at this point, you know, like where we have been working together that she, we started to delve into like really this practice, you know, of Naka, of inheritage, heritage, you know, what about home, essentially, what is home, you know, uh, where Mm. you're from, and this space and 
the value of this space of where you're from. And, you know, we, I mean, it started in Zimbabwe, like, yeah, we spent numerous amounts of times in the bush, like, you know, like just, just smelling the air and, and developing practices like um, using like traditional ideas. And, and again, um, getting to the essence of an idea and taking that and to be able to make experimental work, to make contemporary work, to make, like taking these essence of where you're from, like who you are, taking this baggage, both good and bad, and, and use it as material mm-hmm. for the work and, and creating work and structure and um, so on. I really love mm-hmm. that. I love when an artist really does get to the es- essence of something of an idea or concept or whatever that is that they're working with. And I also love that you both work together in this grounding place where you're you're grounding this like where you're from. Yeah. In the recent hashtag punk, what might be some ideas that maybe you were working on getting to that essence or... I guess what might have been some concepts that you were you were sort of like working towards, and I know it changes. <laughs> what working towards the essence? Yeah, like I guess working, yeah, working through to get to that essence of an idea. Well, we've well for me personally, I feel like during the work, like the readings, the philosophy, the theorizing, the 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 practice, the physical practice. This is all a part of. The work that mm-hmm. we've I've done to get to this es- essence, mm-hmm. and and it's a lifestyle. Like Naka is a lifestyle drawn from animist technologies. It's a lifestyle, so it's not just like you mm-hmm. know when we get on stage that this thing comes to life. But this thing is constantly coming up in our day to day to day life. We're living this practice. We're living this. You're breathing. It's like it's just like breathing. You have mm-hmm. to breathe every day. You have to breathe to live, and this is the way we get to this essence. It's a devotion. It's a meditation. It's an invocation. Interesting. And yeah. when we get to the uh, stage, I mean, it's it's this condensed version of our lives. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. I fully understand that now. <laughs> yeah. Condensed version. of and I love that. I love that it, it's a much larger practice and that connects to so many of your ideas of liveness and blackness and how performance is all related to your lives and the essence of your lives. Yeah. 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 That's great. Mm-hmm. So you are nominated again for a Bessie. What are you looking forward to Again. For this year. Again. <laughs> <laughs> what am I looking forward to this yeah. year? Yeah, and how does it feel? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm like, oh my goodness, for the same, like, it's the same nomination again. Uh, maybe, maybe for a different work, but I don't know. But I, I'm like, wow. At first I thought it was like a mistake. I thought they <laughs> kind of sent a blast email about last year's nomination. <laughs> um, but, I mean... I'm just happy to be alive right now. I'm just happy that, or not happy, I mean, happy is very um, temporary, but 
grateful, have gratitude towards what's happening in the air around us right now, what's kind of coming up and what people are seeing or being forced to see now. And like, mm. and I feel like liveness has something to do with this thing. And I'm very grateful, you know, to be acknowledged for this thing. I mean, nevertheless, like this doesn't like change what I do or how I do. I seek to do it to the best of my ability to do what I do at the best of my ability with everything I have, whether I have recognition or not. But this, I mean, it's very, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like a nice tickle, <laughs> you know. I'm grateful to be here again. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I, I don't just be nominated this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. But, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know these 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 things. Do you have a speech prepared? A speech? Mm-hmm. Um, I have stuff floating in my mind, but I don't have anything concrete. Like, I ain't going to build my hopes up too much. I'm just going to be cool. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. It's just going to be cool. Yeah. It's always a good way to approach it. Yeah. And cool. what's coming up next for you in 2020? 2020. I'm here in this studio right now. I'm looking to d- delve more into like the music, dance, <laughs> uh, production. Like I'm I'm very invested in sonic frequencies, and sonic realms, which is completely tied to physical realms. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I really feel as you've seen in this this work, like punk pop nigga like it's very it's it's very sonic heavy Mm -hmm. which is something i've always been interested in like been a hobby of mine and so i I hope and seek to delve more into that and delve more into the message that i have to say to the world to myself explorations that i have in mind in my gut I really look forward to having more opportunities to to explore that, to investigate that, and, you know, just have more opportunities to to be like a voice for the voiceless until the voiceless has a voice. (laughs) And, Mm. you know, and just continue doing the work and hope that it be seen and have those platforms for it to be seen. Mm -hmm. And that's what I hope. And I hope, yeah, I hope for it, like, you know, my hopes are big. It's like beyond my imaginations. I hope for that. Yeah. <laughs> for 2020 and beyond. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Wonderful. I mean, <laughs> everyone I speak to absolutely loves Nora's work, myself included. So yeah. I think it'll definitely receive more and more platforms as she continues on with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on some uh, film, some experimental dance films right now. Oh, and, oh um, that's awesome concert work yeah i mean i have these things in in the works you know i'm working on i'm always working on something Mm -hmm. i'm a i'm a i'm an artist at heart i'm a i'm a thinker i'm a maker so i'm always working on something you know like so yeah yeah and that's in a choreographic capacity and just an explorative capacity and a in a choreographic um kind of sonic capacity this is this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and you're getting into sound mixing, or you have been doing sound mixing, right? Or sound Yeah, I've been doing sound. Like, I'm very interested in sound, like, being from 
Jamaican and Jamaica and whatnot and the whole kind of dub. Like I'm interested in the theory of sound. Wow. Yeah. Which is deeply connected to the body and to all things, like all things, everything that vibrates is a sound. <laughs> yeah. Mm, that's true. Yeah, so sound the body waves. is very much included and central. Wow. And um, I'm curious, how are you um, working with these? You said you're working on an experimental film project. And I imagine you're also integrating perhaps some of your soundscape in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. How is that process going? It's going really good. I mean, there's a lot of like on a film and a lot of like... um, pushbacks on there because I'm like yo why can't the camera do this you know like why why do I have to move for the camera why did the move <laughs> the body is the center <laughs> why can't the camera move for me <laughs> move towards me you know like and then like the whole film language and how all those things you know like how how you use different other materials and yeah. and stuff like that and the right to use other materials like the whole copyright infringement Mm-hmm. situation has been a big thing and it's like very intriguing it's very interested in how you negotiate this thing yeah. as opposed to like on stage or like in concert dance or like in you know live music live mixing like djing where you could just sample sounds and sample sounds and you could sample movements and like you know give a shout out to to the source who made these things and mm-hmm. keep it moving. Mm. <laughs> the film is like, you know, like yeah. you have to go through all these. Different Much more regulated. It's very rigid. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to probably Which maintain has, the liveness. And, yeah, I was going to yeah. say it's a fascinating concept mm-hmm. because it's like regulating your own body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And things with film are so planned out. It looks natural, but it's so not behind yeah. the th- scenes. So yeah, each frame, each second, each millisecond is like pivot- uh-huh. pivotal. Like. Planned, yeah. Are you working with filmmakers on it then? Or are you wielding the camera and doing your own thing? Oh, no, no, no. I'm working with a filmmaker, one of my good friends. Working with a filmmaker and, and some other folks, filmmakers. Wow. I mean, there are ways for the camera to follow you. It's hard, but, you know, get a good enough steady cam op or even people are rigging new things with film and dance these days. Like, how can a camera breathe? (laughs) How can a camera breathe? How can a camera, like, adjust or, you know, like, react as humans react? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, the eye reacts in specific ways. And then the editing process, too, also becomes oh, yeah. choreography. Oh, yeah, which absolutely. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, sounds like fascinating ventures. We've got to keep yeah. our eyes on you for many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to see everything yeah, yeah. you create. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. That's a perfect note, I guess, to wrap up on. Yes. Um, with the greatest of hopes. And we'll see yeah. you at the Bessies on the yeah, 14th, we'll hopefully. Yes. Yeah, we'll be there. Yes, okay, cool. Wishing you a great award. (laughs) Wee, wee, wee. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Jamar. Thank you so much. You're welcome, you're welcome.